Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash randomtpodcasts. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Welcome to the Random Tea Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. podcast. I'm Queenie. I'm Shania. And today we're talking about Season 1, Episode 6. <laughs> I practiced how I was going to say that. I knew you would. <laughs> because in my head, it's fits. Yeah. Well, and it's not what it is. It's, no. bzz, bzz, bzz. it's the zappy zap noise. It's great. I just love that they titled it that. Yeah. Um, so this physically hurt me. So much so. Because I told, my sweet bab Jenna. Yeah. Uh, Gemma, not Jenna. Jesus. Jesus. <gasps> Jesus. Uh, yeah, I told you that you sh- typically I will watch these episodes twice. Yes. I watch it once and then I watch it a second time to do, uh, to take my notes. Right. And I couldn't, I couldn't watch this one a second time. Mm-mm. I knew. And wh- usually you're not the, you're not the I, sensitive one out of the two of us. I, I don't do feelings. Nope. Um, feelings. Yeah. I'm, I'm dead inside. But uh, yeah, I knew what was coming and halfway before we even got there, I was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I could not watch it a second time. And, okay. I respect that. Uh, so. Um, so we don't have any pre-back. We no. did a butt ton of it the previous episode. We did. We just want, I just wanted to get it out of the way. Um, and I do and just done. want to remind everybody that we record these on the weekends. Yes. So we, that we may release them during the week. Um, you know, we, we're going to record. Uh, the goal is two per weekend until we're done with Houdini and Doyle. And then and it'll then be three. three per weekend. Yeah. So yeah. just so, so you guys know. Last summer we recorded uh, four episodes a weekend and it nearly. Like crazy people. It nearly killed us. Yeah. And that was without feedback. Yeah. That, yeah. Woo. That, that, that was uh, Sleepy Hollow. Yeah. Two seasons of Sleepy Hollow. And one of Gotham. And one of Gotham. Oh God, did we do one of Gotham too? Yeah, we did. We did three seasons of television in one summer. Damn. Yeah. We're not even going to get, th- we're going to get through one season this summer. Yeah. For two reasons. One, we've rethought our life choices. Right, right. And two, I'm going to be out of the country for three weeks. Yes. So that's kind of cut into our time. Yeah. Sorry. But you know, <laughs> we're getting season one done, so. Hey, we're getting something done, which is pretty cool. That's um, right. We have made, we have done some discussions about what new show we might do. Yes um time after time there are two time ones that i want to keep an eye on there's time after time and then there's timeless yes what was the third one we were discussing um it was shit can't remember okay no because i emailed you, i texted you about that and i was about to go back and i was like that was like a month ago and <laughs> a we text we text ago. every day so that's yeah yeah there's no going back to that but joe suggested some i think it was on that list yeah two of those he did suggest both of those i did respond to him and yeah. told him that yeah. um well i think i did it on my personal email i didn't know about the wizard of oz one and that I is either that is credited as a mini series on imdb now, which that's isn't a- always accurate but Sometimes miniseries become uh, agent Agent Carter was supposed to be a miniseries, right? Right. So it could be one of those things, so, but it it just depends. Well, we can always start it as a miniseries, and if it's and not, move it to its own feed. We can if move we, it, to, yeah, if we have yeah. to. I'd rather do that if it's than, good. Yeah, I'd rather do that than the other way. So, so yeah. uh, so if any everybody out there listening has any thoughts on time after time or timeless. Yeah, we are st- we have we are still undetermined on our new show because even though we lost Agent Carter. Agent Carter came in during the hiatus of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. So we really are only going to replace Sleepy Hollow. Sleepy Hollow. 
Yeah. And the rest we'll leave open because we can do more movies. We can or, do more movies or, or miniseries type stuff during hiatuses. Yeah. We have rethought our life choices. We have. And we, we have. like having lives. Yeah. So. <laughs> At least a little bit. And sleep. Yeah. Mostly the sleep. Sleep is sleep is a good thing. Sleep is good. So uh, that's housekeeping. Okay. Uh, anything else before we... Uh, do you want to give our spoiler um, disclaimer? Okay, yes. Uh, our spoiler disclaimer is we are recording these ep- uh, season one episodes uh, after we have already watched season three in its in its whole. Uh, and the other ones that came before it. Yeah, well, we already watched season one, season two, season three. Yeah. And the Agent Carter and all the MCU. Many times. Many, many times. So uh, we will are doing our best not to leave any spoilers in the main section of the cast. We will have a spoiler section walled off towards the end of the episode. So if you don't want to hear any of that, you can come back later. We give you plenty of warning to turn us off. At least three. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> but if we do accidentally spoil anything, we apologize. We're doing our damnedest. Yeah. So disclaimer. Yeah. All right. Is that it? Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, so this was directed by Vincent Maisano, who is one of my West Wing babies. Sorkin baby? Yeah, he's Aww. a Sorkin baby. He directed five episodes of West Wing. Um, he also directed um, several episodes of S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, in season one, he did he did this one, and then 17 and 19. In season two, he did 1, 7, and 21. In season three, he did 1, 10, and 20. So he's done the last, t- he's done the last two season premieres. Okay. Nice. So I think he's a good solid director. Okay. Um, he also directed the Snafu episode of Agent Carter and two season one episodes of Warehouse 13. Damn. Yeah. So he's a season opener kind of guy. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I, as much as it hurt me. Oh. It's yeah. the fact that this episode hurt me. Yeah. As much as it did that made me remember this was one of my favorite episodes from season one. Yeah. Yeah, I remember this one. It was one. so powerful. I knew. I knew it just by the just by the title. I was like, oh, yeah. oh shit, it's that one. Oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it oh, it's so painful. But the fact that it that it was as painful as it was. Yeah. That yeah, okay. Only you would think that painful is good. I like the angst. I know man. you do. I know you do. I'm a fluff monster. It's, it's not fine. hurting me. It's no good. <laughs> um so you can- I don't trust fluff. I <laughs> You keep waiting for the other fluff two to becomes drop. angst. See, well, I'm I'm fine with angst mi- mixed in with fluff as long as it ends happily. I see. And I like don't watch that, Penny Dreadful. I like all that stupid domestic shit. Like I love that shit. Love it. As long as there's a coffee shop involved. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um. So you can thank Paul Zwiebeski for the angst. Sweet. Um. Because he wrote this and he wrote several episodes. Um. In season one, he did eleven, sixteen, twenty. Um, in season two, he did two, nine, and 18. And in season three, he did four and 13. So he's he's a pretty... Sprinkled out there. Yeah, yeah. He's, okay. he's got a lot of S.H.I.E.L.D. credits right. to his name. So, um, so yeah. Good times. So thank you for hurting me. Um, so we start out in Wrigley, Pennsylvania, and we've got we've got a scout troop that are, that are out with uh, camping. I was a Boy Scout once. Uh, were you? I was. Oh yeah, because your because your brother was. My brother was a Boy Scout. My mother was a den mother. So basically, I was a Boy Scout. Yeah, Boy Scouts did more fun stuff. So much more fun. Like my Girl Scout troop kind of sucked. Mine did too. I wasn't there six months, and I was like, "Mom, this is boring." I was like, "This kind of sucks." We just go to somebody's house every Thursday, and like, we didn't even go to somebody's house. We went to the rec room at the local elementary school. Oh man, it was so boring. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they're taking these kids camping, and they try to tell uh, scary stories, and Fail. it kind of falls flat. Um, but at one point, the um, one of the adults, Adam, is like, 
can anybody hear that humming noise? And they're like, okay, Scoutmaster, you're trying to scare us. And he's like, no, really. And um, so he goes off um, and he's going to investigate the noise um, while the other guy is uh, getting food out to the campers when suddenly uh, this cup just drifts up into the air and we hear Adam screaming. And so um, the other guy gets the kids into the truck, but, um, but as they get in, the battery, like, explodes. Um, and so he, uh, he gets the kids out to search for, for Adam and they finally find him. Not only is he dead, but he's dead and floating in the air. That's not creepy at all. And there's all all this electricity crackling around him and you're just like, well, this is, this is fine. It's fine. It's normal. Yeah. This is what happens. Exactly. Camping. This is, I don't know what happened on your last camping trip, but this totally happens. I don't know what happened on my last camping trip either. I've never been proper camping. Oh, you don't want to. I don't want to. I know you. I've been camping in a tent in like the backyard or at the Y when I was a kid where it was like, no, I don't, I I don't like proper camping purely because of the toilet situation. I I have been many, many, many times. Mm. I don't recommend it. Mm -mm. I will never do it again. I don't want to have to pee in the woods. No, you don't. Thank you very much. No, no. So, yeah. So, um, so we go to our shield team and, um, this is when we see Phil on a treadmill and he's, Gemma's giving him a physical basically. And so. Yeah, she is. Yeah, she is. And <laughs> she, she asks him, she's like, you're not due for one for, for another three months. Why are, why are we doing this? And he was like, well, I made mention to my physical therapist that I didn't, I felt a bit rusty. And so they want me to have a physical. And so, um, Gemma's like, once he, he's done with the treadmill and she's like, you're, I mean, you're great. Uh, all your numbers look really good. And she's like, especially for a man your age. Ooh. And he's like, what? And she's like, uh, what? <laughs> and he's like, no, no, people normally say that about old people. And she's like, anyway. Do they? <laughs> That's funny. I would also like to point out that uh, Coulson doesn't sweat. He glistens. He glistens. Yes. Which is perfect. Which is. Of course he does. Of course he does. I just love Phil so much. Um, so we go to the lab, and um, this is when Ward is evaluating the night-night gun. And because uh, Fitz has made some improvements to it, because he's constantly tweaking this thing. And he's like, it's uh, it's an ounce too heavy. And Fitz is like, that's crap. And um, That's not even a thing. And Ward's like, when you're on a rooftop and it's windy and your shot is 500 <laughs> yards away or whatever, and da-da-da-da. And Fitz is like, we have rifles for that. Um <laughs> I just love it. Because Vince is like, my tech is perfect. My tech is flawless. Yes, it is. And, um, and so is Fitz. So he's like, um, so it was great. It was great. Um, and so he, he doesn't see the, he doesn't see the difference. And because Sky's there and then Ward, Ward leaves. Um, okay, I have to admit, <laughs> I kind of shipped Ward and Fitz. Okay, you back, ship anybody and anything. I will ship anything, though. Yes. But yeah, back in the day. Really? Back in the day, yeah. The Ward and the Fitz. Because Far you, more than Sky and Ward. Because you're a multi-shipper. Like, you shipping Fitz and Ward does not negate Fitzsimmons for you, right? Absolutely not. Okay. Polyamorous is a thing that exists. This is a true statement. But um, and but I will ship them independently of each other. Yes, yes. I can, I just, but I, I did briefly... Okay. The Ward and the Fitz. It was okay. there. And this is where it began. Is there a ship named Wits? It is now. Or Fard? No, it's Wits. It's Wits. It's Wits. Okay. Just now decided. <laughs> wow. Uh, I'm horrible Fard? at coming up with ship names. Fard? <laughs> Fard? Wow. 
okay. Well, Skyward is the, the Skyward is the official. Well, is not official. official, but yeah, it's it's yeah. the it's the most prevalent. Which is name. better than Wardski. Wardski. <laughs> so. Oh my gosh. Uh, so yeah so sky is like i don't see that it makes a difference either because she agrees with fitz and ward's basically like shut the fuck up and he leaves um and this is when we get that was a literal fuck the shit i'm out yeah and then this is when we get fitz <laughs> he's like okay i'm grant ward and da, da, da. i can <laughs> just great. see ian and elizabeth who plays uh Gemma. yeah off screen between takes making fun making fun of of, yeah. of ward yeah not the actor but war i can't i can't remember his name now uh brenda brett, yeah. brett dalton Ma- not making fun of brett making fun of ward, ward yeah because he's like super agent he's, yeah and so um he manages to get a laugh out of sky and he's like oh we haven't been laughing much lately and i will say already i'm like okay fitz is cooler with her than i thought he would be fitz has the biggest crush that is a very true statement on sky and it's yeah. so painfully obvious until the end of this episode when you realize that it's displaced yes it's a displaced crush because he doesn't yes. actually have a crush on sky no he doesn't he is in fact head over heels in love with Gemma and is never <gasps> going back nope nope so yeah anyway um and so this is when uh, Sky's like, well, Ward is still being a shit about the whole, you know, betrayal because thing. Ward is just a little shit. He is. And um, Ward is totally like, get off my fucking lawn to everybody. <laughs> like, not just Sky, but kinda, like, he's working with the team. Kind of like my cat. Yeah. Just fuck, not you in particular, but fuck everybody. everybody. Yeah. Yeah. I feel that. <laughs> I feel that. Um, And so... um. She's like, I apologized. And Fitz is like, yeah, you know, we all made mistakes. Because you're right. He's like, he's super crushing. And so um, Sky's like, you know, she starts talking about Miles. And Fitz is not enjoying that conversation. Nope. And uh, so this is when Simmons comes in. And she's like, oh, um, Fitz is like, yeah. So, so Gemma, totally back me up on this. Ward, like, thinks it's an ounce too heavy. And I, my tech is perfection. And this is when she does her impression because, uh, you know, Sky makes this point of saying, like, she thought her and Miles, you know, jived, basically. And then we come in and we see that Simmons, independent of knowing that Fitz just did a bad impersonation of Ward, um, she does the same damn thing. It's hilarious. And she's, she does the, like, they both do, like, the squinty thing. And hold the hands <laughs> on the hips and the awkward stance. And I'm so like. great. And she does a bad American accent. It's, it's beautiful. Um, and so uh, this is when Ward walks in and they're like, oh, hey, what? Um, and uh, so Gemma's like, um, oh, by the way, Fitz left a, a target round in. Um, and a dummy was, round, yeah. Dummy round. It was totally Fitz's fault. It should be perfect now. And he he handles the gun and he's like, yeah, yeah, it's fine now. And you're like, mm, mm. quit being an ass. Um, and so this is when they they get the ping about the, uh, the floaty man incident. <laughs> <laughs> so they're going to fly. So it, it, it almost looks like we're getting our formula. Yeah. We, we get a moment. Okay, we have your first five minutes of Supernatural. Right, right. And then we have a moment, and then they get pinged and go on a mission. Yeah. So I have a question. Where are they flying to if they don't already have a mission? Because they were in the air. 
Are they just circling the greater United yes. States area? Yes. Just waiting? They are doing a trip around the world in 84 days. Okay. Okay. So they're flying very, very slowly. <laughs> so. And a big ass plane. Yeah. Um, although the bus is not as big as I remember it. Like, no. when they, when, particularly when they show the cargo bay, it's just big enough for two vehicles to, to be there. Yeah, it's really not that huge. I guess in my head I attributed it a, a like, not helicarrier status, but a bigger plane. No, it's really not that big. Yeah. So Because the cargo bay doubles as the lab. Yeah. It's pretty tiny. That's true. It's pretty tiny. That's a good point. Um, and so they, they're going to go to... I mean, the uh, lab's in the basement. That's true. That's where nerds belong. That's where the nerds belong. <laughs> um, and I say that as a nerd. Um, <laughs> and so they go to investigate this scene. And um, they confirm that there was no uh, weather reason for there to be this electrical business going so on. So no heat lightning, no, no electrical like storm. Um, and so Ward looks around and Sky, Sky's shadowing him. And he's like, shadow not smother. <laughs> and um, Kettle. Yeah. Hot. Yeah. And so this is when she's like, I don't understand why we got called in and that oh, never mind. And she sees the body. The floaty dude. Yeah, she sees the floaty guy. And um so uh they they all start looking at the body and Sky's like, Okay, somebody on your super secret index. She does not like the index again. We no. get a reminder of that. Yeah, you really can't blame her though. No. And um but to this at this point, all we've seen of them is this guy's under observation. He has to meet with an agent a couple times a week. True. They're not that we know of holding anybody. But at least Sky's staying true to her character. That's true. She's not just suddenly a part of Shield. But again, I would rather the list be in Shield's hands than public. True. Hey, I'm all for the ignorant public. I am too. Because look at what happened when when uh, the centipede people found out about um, Scorch. They kidnapped him and used him. Yeah. So. Yeah, I'm, I'm all for it. Yeah, I'm all for the index, theoretically, um, when it's like this, when it's just people who have come across, not everybody just know has that to register. they exist. Yeah. Which, yeah, this is totally different from... A registration Registration act. act. Yeah. So, um, May points out that she's like, nobody that we know of has that, has that power. Um, and so, this is when Simmons is going to examine the body, and um, she touches it, and she gets a little shock from it. And the body falls down. Gemma is so excited. Oh my gosh. Like she is the just just the most precious science puppy because she is just delighted. Everything is so fascinating. She yeah. talks about the mark on his forehead matching the mark on the hood of the truck. Yeah. She, like the scorch mark. Like or I would never have noticed that, but whatever. We're not Gemma. No. So yeah. So they go back to the plane and Sky uh, checks the victim. Um, and she doesn't see anything specific or anything suspi- suspicious in his background. Um, but uh, Colson and Ward are like, nope, there's something that we're, that we're missing. And so Sky leaves and um, Colson like kind of, he's like, you know, you're being really hard on her. And Ward's like, uh, betrayal. And um, yeah, but they make a point of saying like, if she wants our trust again, she's going to have to earn it. So it's like, I get that. I get that. I, that's, but that's that's legit. You don't have to be an ass about it. But then again, Ward's an ass about everything. Ward is grumpy. Yeah, yeah. Um. So this is when <laughs> Phil says something about well, when May's done with the interrogation, and you, you get a real quick shot of 
this guy is sitting in, you know, the interrogation room. It's a we t- kid. Well, yeah. We can tell by the, the walls. and. Oh, yeah. They're in the interrogation room at the bottom. Yeah. We get this mm-hmm. really tight shot. We get this really tight shot of May. And she slides something across the table. And she goes, want a cookie? And you're just like, oh, May is good with the kids. Is she, though? Well, she's probably super is scary she? as she offers a cookie. Um, I'd be like, yeah. What kind are they? But you know what it reminded me of? What? You know how Artie in Warehouse 13 would always bake cookies? Yes. It reminded me of that. Yes. Yeah. He was always giving people cookies. Yep. As long as it didn't smell like fudge. Yes. Then we were okay. It was never fudge. Nope. Um, and so this is when uh, Colson checks in with Simmons, who is uh, doing the autopsy. Fitz is not a happy bunny about that. No. He doesn't like the smell of dead people. No. But who does, though? But it's so cute because Gemma's like, it's okay to be afraid of it. And Fitz is like, I am not afraid. It's the contamination. Because you're in my nice, clean lab. And she's like, it's not your lab. It's our lab. And it's just really cute back and forth. It really is. Um, Finally, Phil's like, anyway. (laughs) Children. Focus. Um. And so Gemma's like, okay, something hit him. They hit his brain with 200 megajoules of electricity, and it killed him. And I'd say. And so we're like, all right. Super that's dead. Super dead. And so mom comes in, and she's like, the campers don't know anything, basically. Um, Those poor kids. But now she's probably taught them how to kill a man with their thumb. So I'm sure she has. She'd be a great, a great scout leader. Wouldn't she? I mean, like, May is always prepared. So, like, yeah. I just fear for the kid who talks back to her. <laughs> I fear for the child. God bless the child. <laughs> so, uh, so they talk, and um, Fitz gets uh, an electromagnetic ping um, nearby. And he's like, okay, it's uh, 20 kilometers away. Let's go. And so um, May and uh, Colson Ann Ward are heading toward the uh, the reading. Hettering? Hettering. Yeah. Hettering. Shut up. Um, <laughs> and all of a sudden, it, like, stops. And so Sky checks, and um, they do have, you know, where it originated. It's this farmhouse. Um, and so they, uh, you know, Colson's like, oh, we have to hurry up. And so May takes a shortcut. Um, <laughs> like, are there shortcuts in a plane, though? I mean, aren't all plane flights no, shortcuts? No, they were in the SUV at this oh, point. Oh, sorry. They were on the ground. All right. Um, oh, that's right. Sorry. And she drives through the field. I was paying attention, I, I swear. And so it turns out the uh, they get to this barn, and I loved this. They were like, oh, the, the, the door is barred, and we could maybe we could blow it up, and May just kicks it the fuck <laughs> open because she's got shit to do. Like, mom's got shit to do. She's and got she's, things to do. Yeah. Um, and so they, they find... She left her clothes in the washing machine. Yeah. And so they find the guy dead, the owner of the of the barn or whatever, and he's got the whole floaty thing going on. And um, this is when uh, May climbs up into the loft to get a good look, and she's like, yep, there's burn mark on the forehead. And so Colson's like, okay. Um, he barred the door. They think that he thought somebody was coming. And so... Um, Sky, you know, does does her little hackery thing on the farm. Although she makes a good point of saying, like, you know exactly what I'm doing because you're logging my every keystroke. Again, okay, so this is our second episode after she has received the bracelet and they have yet to explain it. And okay, like, I'm in information security and there are several different kinds of controls. There's detective, 
which is supposed to alert you that, you know, shit's going down. And this is a kind of control where it is logging by the sound of it. Because she says, you're tracking my every keystroke. That doesn't stop her from actually doing anything. If that's all it is. Because then somebody would have to then review her keystrokes and figure out what the hell she was doing to know if she was doing something she shouldn't have been doing. So I really hope it's more than that. Because oh, I'm sure it is because it's S.H.I.E.L.D., but yeah. they're, not they're not explaining it. They're it. not explaining it. And it feels um, it feels very much like it's convenient, and it can be whatever we want it to be, and that's why if yeah. we don't explain it to you, then, you know. It can be what we need it to be down the road. And I, I'm not okay with no. that. Um, and so it turns out... Well, I'm not okay with it. Sorry to interrupt. I'm oh, not okay with it because as much explanation of other things, like anything that fits with uh the the drones yeah the night night gun yeah. they get so technical about other devices that they're not explaining this one exactly it's an anomaly and i don't like it yeah um and so this is when sky's like oh hey this guy knew our first victim they both uh volunteered at the same fire department not just any fire department mm-hmm. Uh, A group of responders who uh, were involved with the Chitauri invasion of New York City. Also known as the Battle of New York. (gasps) Dun, dun, dun. And so they... (laughs) That was not pre-planned. It really wasn't. That's the sad part. Or the awesome part, depending on how you take it. (laughs) I go with awesome. Uh, So we go to this fire station, and there's uh, a guy greets them. His name is Tony Diaz. And um, he, uh, they, right away, they're like, that's a Chitauri helmet. Which, uh, as we know from the Marvel one-shots, these little p- bits and pieces of Shatari tech is supposed to be being collected. Well, but that's the thing, like, with, um, with the one-shot, they knew a piece was missing. Mm-hmm. They didn't know this was missing. So, True, but, I mean, but it still ties in exactly. to the one-shot. And yeah. uh, who, 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 who was in that uh, one-shot? Who, who was that? There was some agent guy. Was Agent B. Uh, agent B. Hmm. 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 I don't know. I'll, I'll remember later. Okay. It'll come up. It'll later. come to us. <laughs> so, yeah. So, um, he puts it down and he's like, uh, he has no idea what's going on. And so we go back to the barn and Fitzsimmons is checking, checking the corpse again. But this time they're using the drones. So, but last time, like Gemma touched it. Um, <clears throat> don't be touchy touchy. I know. And the drones get zapped. That's rule number three. Yeah. Rule number one is don't separate. Rule number right. two is don't make promises. Rule number three is no touchy-touchy. There you go. We have three rules We now. have three rules. That's pretty sweet. I'm going to write those down right now. Do that because we'll forget them. Yeah. Um, and so it turns out that it did this. The body does the same thing it did when Gemma touched it. Like the energy uh, discharges and so then it falls falls down. So it's like a hyped up psychic or psychic. Jeez. Um, static charge, which is real. Um and so uh, Sky's checking the records and, um, you know, confirms that they were in New York. And May is going to take Colson and Ward to the fire station. Um, and Colson introduces himself as a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent. So we're like, okay, okay, cool, cool. That's cool. Um, so Gemma's got the body back on the plane. And she discovers that the mark on the forehead originated from the inside, Mm-mm. not the outside. So he wasn't zapped. He did the zapping. So, yeah. Um, so Colson tells the firefighters that he's like, listen, these guys are dead. And uh, he sees Diaz and he's like, you don't look so good. And he's like, man, I don't feel so good either. And he walks into the kitchen and Colson follows him. And um, this is when Gemma calls him on the comms and she's like, hey, hey, 
It was inside the guys. Whatever killed them was inside. Um, and it was it's inside the fire station. And so Sky reports that they are, they're starting to get electromagnetic readings from the fire station. Uh-uh. And so uh, Colson follows the guy into the kitchen. And he's like, he's like, oh, can you hear that humming noise? And Colson's like, nope. nope. And so we see... Um, we see something float up behind him. But while we see that, he's explaining that like he's... It's uh, like a pan or something. Yeah, something like that. And so it turns out we get confirmation that, yeah, they went to New York City. They were first responders. Um, and uh, Colson pulls his gun and he's like, stop whatever it is you're doing. And Diaz is like, I'm not doing anything. Um, and this is where we see May find the Chitauri helmet. Um, and Gemma confirms that it's not a weapon. And so he's like, listen, um, Diaz is telling Colson, he's like, it was covered in rust when we found it. We cleaned it a couple nights ago. And um, Gemma's like, that rust was a virus, which yeah, that was a little bit of a logic leap. <clears throat> yeah. I, she hasn't well, examined the virus or the, the rust yet. True. But, but the virus could be in the rust. I mean, it's, it's, yeah. it is a logic leap. But again, I can still see how Gemma made the logic leap. Yeah. So, but I don't know why we assumed it was a virus versus something gave them powers. But someone is a well, okay. But someone as scientific as Gemma, yeah. But she's already seeing that it was well. She's called. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just. She's my baby. I'm trying to protect her. I know. I know. It's okay. okay. It's okay. All right. Um. So Phil lowers his weapon, realizing that like it's not going to do them any good, and he tells everybody to leave. And um, which may is hesitant doesn't want to leave Colson there this is very true and Gemma's like um he she warns him that like the energy levels are increasing and Diaz realizes like he's up Shit's Creek and um Colson's like why don't you take a seat and he starts to talk to the guy but Fitz uh warns him to get out before it's too late and Colson turns off his his calm I was like oh this mm. is this is such a Colson thing to do it really is this is classic Coulson. Yes. Right here. I mean, we see him do this. We saw him do this when? We saw him do this in a movie somewhere. Didn't he, he do this in one calm? of the... I don't... No, no, no. Where he sits down and talks to the person. Oh, oh. Um, I don't know. I swear I've seen him do this before and I can't remember where. Well, he sat down in and talked In a movie. To... In one of the movies. He sat down and talked to Loki. Or no, not Thor. When Thor was in custody. That, that's where it is. Where he's like, you've that's got training, da, da, da. Yeah, okay. Um, so. I knew the, it was there somewhere. You know, the team gets everybody evacuated. And um, Colson tells Diaz that he's like, listen, I know what it means to die because I died and then I came back. And he just loves telling people about that. And uh, he really does. Diaz is like, well, what was it like? And Colson tells him that it was beautiful. And so this is when we see more stuff like floating. And Tony's like okay and he real he knows what's coming he's not dumb he knows his, his two friends have died f- from the same thing and so he thanks colson for staying with him but he's like it's time to go and um colson does at that point leave uh he, he respects j- tony's wishes he joins the others and we get the lightning flash inside the firehouse and we know what happened um so later we go to fitz examining the scene um and he wants to make sure that everything's clean or, no, he's examining the team. Um, cause yeah, with the red dot scanner thing. And I was like, yeah, that and now looks that, super Now that techie. they know that there is some kind of a biological contaminant, 
Um, and so there's now a shield quarantine team. Again, we get, you know, oh yeah, there's more to shield. There's than more to just, shield than just, than just uh, our, babies. our team. Um, the tech that they use to scan that I'm like, why don't do they do this all the time? I was like, what is this, a barcode scanner? I, it was. Yeah. It really was. And it was so not believable. Yeah. Um, and so this is when uh, the, the shield quarantine guys are in full like hazmat gear. And um, this is when uh, <laughs> Fitz is like, I can't help but notice that they're putting the infected thing on my plane. With us in the plane. And feels like we're taking it to the sandbox. And um, The what the who? Uh, it turns out it's this it's the shield facility in northern africa and um we're like okay that's not the other place not the slingshot slingshot um slingshot is they have great somewhere names in a desert somewhere but we're not really sure where sahara i'm assuming america because they launched a rocket from there and i can't see them launching a rocket from just another sovereign and the nation. shield is an american government yeah in uh, and i know it's an not- american government I knew what you meant. I know in the comics, it's uh, it's a joint venture between the United States and Britain, but we haven't gotten any of that in the MCU. We've gotten that it's purely an American organization. Outside uh, of Agent Carter. even That's the thing, though. Like, they're overseen by the World Security Council that we saw in the Avengers. So, I don't really know. Like, we're just having to assume it's American because we haven't been told otherwise. Well, and it's an American-made movie. Yeah. And so. we're Americans, so of course we're going to identify like that. But I, I'd be interested to see if anybody, any of our other listeners have a different take on that. Franzi? Oh, yes. Yes. Our resident furriner. Our, our, our <laughs> who was in a different country. Yeah. She's extra foreign. She's, she's, she's traveling. She's super foreign. Super foreign. No, we <laughs> love you. There's nothing wrong with it. No, not at all. I, but I would love to, to get that perspective. Yes, because we're assuming American soil because we're American. But all the agents we're seeing, well, except for Fitz and Simmons. So, like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's a good, I don't know. And is, is May American? I mean, is she technically, is she an American citizen or is she? See, we're well, making well, assumptions well, here. We are making assumptions. Yeah. Okay. But it is an American movie. Yes. So. Question mark, question mark. Yeah. But anyway, um, so yeah, they're gonna they're gonna go to the sandbox, and um, they are going to uh, the sandbox. People are gonna analyze it and hope that they can find. Well, no, on their way, feels like to Gemma. He's like, you need to analyze this, find a cure in case anybody else was infected, because the firefighters are still with shield quarantine. They haven't. They're not out of the woods yet, and so um, the helmet's secured, and they take off, and they're they're over the ocean. Um, headed to, headed to the sandbox, and um, uh, Colson stops into the lab. Um, or no, he he stops in with May, and she notices that he's kind of acting a little weird. And uh, she's like, "Do you you want to talk about why you why you got a physical?" And he's like, "Yeah, my physical therapy." He gives her the same story he gave Simmons, and uh, but he's like, yeah, "Nothing, nothing is wrong with me. It's it was it was great." And this is when uh, he stopped from any more awkward conversations by Simmons calling him. Um, she's call, she calls him down to the lab. And is this where May opens his shirt? Yeah. Yeah. No, I think that might be later. But yeah, there was shirt opening. No, because she tells him, you feel different because you are different. Is because that not got, this? I don't know. She tells him that, uh, you know, he did everything he could to save Diaz. And 
you know, he couldn't. It was a good scene, though. It was a good scene. He almost took his shirt off. My babies. So, um, so dad goes to the lab to talk to Gemma. And she's super, super uber excited because she's showing him brain cells on the monitor. And they've got, like, the zappy zap thing going on. The electrostatic on. shock and, um, from blood cell to blood cell. It was pretty cool. And she's just so excited. And um, so uh, she's... She's telling him that, you know, and Phil realizes it's contagious. Like, well, yeah, between well, she's, people. Yeah, well, she's saying it's the way it transfers because there's airborne, there's, uh, you know, that's transferred for blood, blood or bodily fluids. And this is it transmitted through electrostatic shock. Yep. And so Phil's like, holy uh. shit, it's contagious. And so she's like, yeah, it is. But it's, it's you know, and she's, and she's going off. She's and, sciencing. And this is when... Phil notices something floating behind her. That's some piece of medical. And he just slowly is like, mm-hmm. Walks out, steps outside of the lab, and he tells Gemma, I'm sorry. And he hits, hits the, the door, button. and it goes into quarantine mode. And you see when she realizes. She looks behind her, and she realizes, I'm infected. Mm. And you're mm. like, okay, mm. well, this is terrible. This is a thing that's happened. This is terrible. Um, why would you want to hurt my child? Um, she didn't this do anything sweet, to you. Sweet, innocent girl oh did not gosh. deserve this. My sweet angel. Um, <sighs> so this is when um, it was so cute. They're sitting. Uh, her and Fitz are sitting back to back with the glass, the glass between them. Yes. And so um, this is when uh, Phil is briefing everybody and explaining that you know Gemma was infected. They think like thirty six hours ago when she originally touched the body, the first body. Um, they're in the middle of the Atlantic and it's going to take them three hours to reach land, but they think she only has two hours. And so they think that, you know, not only do you die when this happens, you go boom and everything around you goes boom. And they're in a flying metal contraption filled with electronics. Oh yeah, sure. That's all. That's all. It's horrible. And so, um, it'll be fine. Gemma is the only one who can save herself and all of them by finding a cure because you get the, they hit you over the head with, she goes, we all go. Yep. So I'm like, well, you know, the family that zaps and blows up together? Something? I don't know. Um, so in the lab, um, Fitz is, uh, he sends uh, this injector through to Gemma. Um, they've got this little delivery like, panel. system and um, he's like oh I've got a you know the the uh, what did he call it the antidote and she's like it's an anti-serum really but thank you no he calls it a vaccine vaccine he calls it a vaccine like, it's an anti-serum anti and um, I'm like there's a difference okay yeah. I'm sure there is and so she tries it she's got some mice in the lab and she tries it on um, one of the mice but it dies of this. It's got the same energy surge. And so it floats into the air and it's like you get this really sense of hopelessness. Um, so before we continue with things getting progressively worse, I did again want to remind folks that they can talk to us. Um, I really do want to hear what everybody thinks about the origins of is shield under control of any one nation? Is it kind of beyond government control of one nation or all that good stuff. I would like to hear about that. Well, I mean, and then in, in the movies, they involve the UN. Mm -hmm. I think it's just really fuzzy. Yeah, I think it is too. But I'd like to know what people's impressions are. Yes. Um, and so they can email us at randomtpodcasts at gmail.com. 
They can also get us on Twitter at Random Tea Casts. Or on the Tumble at randomteapodcast.tumblr.com. And on Facebook at facebook.com slash randomteapodcasts. And if you don't want to remember any of that, uh, we are also, you can get all that on our website at randomteapodcast.com. Yeah, you can even go to our post for this podcast on our website and you can comment directly on our website. Yeah, that's you a, can. That's a thing you can do. Mm-hmm. That is uh, a true statement. So we have to pre-approve them before they're posted on the site for, you know, things like spam. Yeah. Because uh, that's the thing that happens. Um, but yeah, you can directly talk to us on there too. Yeah. Um, so what else can they find on our website? They can find a uh, a link to our Amazon affiliate. <gasps> you have to kind of scroll down a little bit, but it's there. It's a banner that you click on. I think it advertises a PlayStation or something. I don't know. It's It changes. Yeah, but it does click, change. Yeah, you click on it. It's electronics. Yeah. You click on it, and it uh, takes you through to the Amazon website. You just go ahead and order what you normally would. It doesn't cost you any extra, but it gives yep. us a few pennies yep. uh, to help support uh, because we uh, all this hosting and stuff. We do is, unlimited storage for you guys. Yeah, so you can listen to them all the time. There's no expiry, expiring. We don't have to only have so many episodes at a time. You can listen to all of them anytime you want straight from the website, and that kind of hosting ain't free. Yeah. So there's that, but you can also, there's a link you can just donate directly to us. Yep. If, you know, you want to buy us lunch one day, that's fine too. That's cool. That's, we're, we like to eat. Yeah. We're fans. Yeah. Um, but a hundred dollar <laughs> or more donation. Uh, get, get you a podcast. Get you a podcast and the movie of your choice, uh, including porn. Yeah, I made that executive decision. And I'm sure Johnny isn't <laughs> kicking me at all about that. I, hey, you know, and as I long as there's say, a good story. I'm throwing it out there that there are marvel there are oh my god movies i mean they're not official obviously no you sent me that link to the winter soldier there's a captain there's a captain america one too oh my god yeah yeah there's not just fan fiction nope but they're okay there's live fan fiction so yeah anywho hundred dollars or more gets you gets you a movie so yeah um but what else can they find on the website all our damn podcasts there are so freaking many yeah there's a, we also do the agent, both seasons of Agent Carter out there. Yes. There's our MCU movies, movie, movies feed. Yeah. Sure. Mm-hmm. We'll go with it. Um, what else is there? Uh, random movies. There are random movies, which is anything that's not MCU. Right. Including the non-MCU Marvel movies. Yes. Like Deadpool's a good example. Like Deadpool. Um, Gotham. Gotham. There's another season, uh, another show that's out there is mm-hmm. the Gotham, which is really getting good. It is. It is. I'm, I'm pretty excited about season three. I know the Marvel and DC fans tend to be split. Yeah. But as a Marvel fan myself. Yeah, I'm mostly a Marvel girl. This Goth- Gotham is getting so good. It's fun. It's so much fun. Yeah. Um, and then there's uh, three seasons of Sleepy Hollow. Yep. And that's all there ever will be. Yep. Because we quit that show. Yep. Uh, for many, many good reasons. Um, and then there's uh, our newest, which is oh, yeah. random miniseries. Yes, yes, uh, that's been that's been fun. Uh, which is currently doing Houdini and Doyle. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's kind of a that's a hiatus. Yeah, that's to you know have fun with. So yeah, there's that. Uh, that's all of them, isn't there? Mm-hmm. That is okay. So yeah, anything else before I continue no? But on? I do want to point out. Okay. An anti-serum contains specific antigens to stimulate an immediate immune system response. This provides temporary immunity, but a long-term immunity generally still requires the use of a vaccine. Oh. So an anti-serum is Quick temporary. Okay. A vaccine is long-term. Okay. So now we understand why she was very adamant about that it was an anti-serum 
not a vaccine. Yes. I felt I need. I had intended to look it up previously, but yeah, I was so. She says it like a hundred times. I was so torn apart by this episode. I know. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, is that everything? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Okay, so to continue this horrible, horrible shitstorm of things that is happening to my poor sweet baby, um, we go to the conference room of the bus, and Ward is watching from the lab, and uh, or watching the feed from the lab, and Sky comes in, and she's about to go, and Ward's like, you can stay if you want. Well, I... I- I don't want to say enjoy. I appreciate the fact that Ward, that they're not all gathered right outside the lab. Yeah. And he says they don't need an audience. And he's absolutely right. That's just going to make it worse. But nobody's trying to take Fitz away. Oh, hell no. No. They all know better. And so she, uh, she joins him. And, um, you know, Ward admits that he's like, I feel really helpless right now because I can't do anything about this. And I really relate to that feeling because I'm that person that wants to do something if one of my babies is hurting. You're fighty. I am. I'm oh I'm super fighty. And so like I totally get that. I can't like I can't bake cookies to fix this or I can't <laughs> hit somebody or I can't whatever. So I, I get this. And so Sky's like, um, what do we do? And he's like, we wait and, and we're ready to do whatever we need to do when they need us, basically. So I'm like, oh, okay. So yeah. I, I thought this was kind of nice. This kind of like thawing of words. Well, it's it's the uh, uh, it, it shows you the difference between the combat members of the team and the science members of the team, mm-hmm. and what a divide there can be. Because there are times when Ward and May they have to be fighty fighty. Yep, that's the technical term. Yes, it is. And uh, and their job is to pro- a lot of the time is to protect. Fitzsimmons and their sciencey science. Yeah. Um, but near the two shall ever cross. Yes. And there's time when Fitzsimmons are just sitting kind of running comms and stuff. And they can't they can't do the fighting. Exactly, exactly. So yeah, this this works it shows, both ways. Yeah, it shows you the divide. Yeah. Um, so this is when uh, Phil calls uh, Shield HQ, and oh, oh, there, there's is this, this is, is this Agent Blake. Agent Blake, that's yeah, the guy. Yeah. This poor guy had to wrangle these two idiots that had the Chari gun. Uh, Bless <laughs> him. <laughs> it's great. I still keep thinking he's one of the dwarves. Oh, from uh, from uh, the Hobbit, but he's, he's not. not. It's the other guy that yeah. looks like him. Yeah. Um, and so uh, it turns out that they he, he wants some information from Agent Blake, and they haven't found anything on the virus. And um, so Blake tells Phil to get the helmet uh, to the sandbox, and he's like, um, you have to dump any infected cargo. Um, and, and Phil does what is basically the high-tech equivalent of crinkling the bag over the <laughs> mouthpiece, going, oh, I can't hear you. I go through a tunnel stack. The connection's <laughs> bad. <laughs> So he's like, it must be a sun flare. It was great. And he's like, click. <laughs> right as May walks in. Yeah. And mom walks in and she's like, um, you know, she, she gives him that silent May disapproving stare. And Colson's like, <laughs> um, don't think about that order. And she's like, it's fine. But she's like, um, you know, she tells Colson that it's your job to do what they tell you. Yeah, I don't have to think about it. You're my, you're my. uh, You tell me what to do. Yeah, you tell me what to do, but you got to do what they tell you to do. Um, So we go back to the lab. She's so hard in rules. Yes. All about the rules. Yes. Chain of command. But I, I can understand that because the, the compartmentalization. Compartmentalization. Yes. That comes with that. It, it makes it 
easier to live with because somebody else told you to do it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's, it makes it easy. Yeah. That doesn't make it right. No. Um, so we go back to the lab and you can tell Gemma's starting to kind of freak out a little bit. And she tells Fitz, she's like, quit looking at your watch. So they start fighting. And, um, but you learn a lot in a really short amount of time, uh, which we kind of got this from the first episode that this was all Simmons's idea. Fitz did not want to leave his nice safe lab. No, but he was not going to let Gemma go by herself because Mm -mm. she has always been by his side. Been beside me the whole damn time. We learned so much about the relationship. In such a short amount of time. In such a short amount of time. And it's so powerful. These two actors, as young as they are, Mm -hmm. to be able to pull off this much emotion. And they haven't known. I mean, this is their sixth episode together. Mm -hmm. They haven't known each other for as long as Fitz and his but. There is so much chemistry. In the lab? In the lab. Uh, uh, uh. Um. I would apologize for that, but I don't feel sad about not that. Not sorry about it. No. No. Not no. sorry. Yeah. Hashtag not sorry. Um, the, and the, 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 the strength of the emotion that builds up yeah. is so... Mm. And when Fitz comes to that realization, when he's like, I've been You've beside always, you the whole damn yes. time. I'm just like, mm, what's my and then baby? there's that pause, and they just look at each other, and you're like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so this is when Gemma's like, listen, the antibodies from the firefighters are not enough to stop this, and the there's only one source of the antibodies that's going to be potent enough to stop this, and that's from the the helmet itself. Yeah, they weren't affected long enough to produce right. the antibodies for it. And so Fitz goes to get the helmet, but he says basically, fuck it. And he breaks into the lab himself, and he brings it to the lab. And Gemma's like, what the fuck are you doing? And he's like, we're I'm here doing now. this together. We're doing this together like we always have. <laughs> I'm like, also kiss. Like, once you've saved her. Yeah, yeah. And also There's kiss. There's no time for that, but soon. And then kiss. Um, and so they've, uh, you know, they, they, they go about and they science it up, and they analyze the Shatari uh, blood samples. They have an audience now. They do have an audience now. Because that door opened and everybody rushed down there to see what was going on. Yep. Fitz did something dumb. Uh, (laughs) No. But also fabulous. And so they come up with a new anti-serum. And so Fitz injects the last rat they have. And they watch. And it collapses. And it starts floating up. And they're like, well, shit. Um, And so Gemma goes to the window and she calls Phil over, who's been, you know, watching this whole thing because you're right now. They have an audience. And so she's like, um, tell my dad first. It'll be it'll be better if my mom can find out from my dad. And then she asks for a moment alone with Fitz and everybody, everybody obliges. Um, But as soon as she gets Fitz alone, she knocks him over the head with a fire extinguisher. And you're like, oh, Gemma's about to do something stupid. Because he, Fitz isn't giving up. No, no. Fitz will not give up when his Gemma's on the line. Um, and so this is when mom warns dad that um, Blake keeps trying to call them. Because, you know, their their call was dropped because of static. Um, and Colson's like, not going to talk right now. And the alarm goes off. And May's like, shit, somebody just opened the cargo hold. And you're like, oh, well, this is great. This is great news. Nothing bad can come of this. No, uh-uh. Um, I'm sure this will be fine. And so um, Fitz wakes up and he discovers that the last rat was not dead. It's just unconscious. And that it's fine now. 
Mm-hmm. And so he sees Gemma on the, she's walking down the cargo ramp and she jumps out. He is shouting at her, trying so hard to get yep. her attention. Um, and so Fitz grabs the last vial of their anti-serum, not antidote, anti-serum. And he runs to the cargo hold just as Ward shows up. And he tells Ward, he's like, we have a cure. And Ward grabs it and the parachute and he leaps out after Gemma. Ward was ready to do what needed to be done when he was called he upon to do, do it. do something now. Now he can do now something. Now he can do something. This is what he can do. And so... um. Mm-hmm. I know. And so he uh, he catches am, her. For the for the record, as watching this, I am boohooing by this time. Yeah. Yeah. Blubbering. Yeah. And you knew it was okay. I knew it was coming. And you knew it was going to be okay. Yes. And, you still, and I was still blubbering. Yeah. And so he catches her in midair and he gets the parachute on her and he gets her injected. He's multitasking quite well. Um, then he releases the parachute so they fall into the ocean. And so you're like, okay, my babies. And so Phil gets the, um, again with, uh, you know, we're, we were almost at the sandbox because he gets the Moroccan government involved um, to pick them up and they get him back aboard the plane. And then this is when he's like the, don't ever do this again. Don't pull this shit on me. I'm too old for this shit. I am your father. <laughs> get off you, my lawn. And you have to obey me. And I am your dad. And also I love you. And, uh, <laughs> and we need you. Because he's like, I'd hate to lose you to Gemma. And they leave. And Ward tells Gemma that she was really brave. Um, and this is when he does the Ward impersonation of himself. Well, she okay, so he, he tells her that she's really brave. So she feel like, feels like she has to be honest and explains to him that the night-night gun wasn't nothing really changed. And he's like, I know. And then he does the impression I'm back at Ward. her. Oh my god, my baby! It babies. was great. Um, it was a good comic relief moment after everything. It was, as opposed to now we've seen some Marvel movies where they they get tension, and I think I can't remember which one it was, but there was it a was lot Thor of t- Dark World. There was yeah, it was Thor Dark World. There was tension comic, tension comic, but there wasn't enough tension to warrant yeah the the release much, of the emotion. Yeah. And here they did it well. And when Sky comes in. And she just barrels into Gemma and hugs her. And you're just like, well, yeah, of course. And this is when I started shipping these two. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So this is when um, uh, May checks in on on Phil. And he's looking at his medical report. And he's like, this is where. Yeah. yeah. He's like, I'm fine. And he's like. Is he holding a piece of pop, some 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 pizza while everything yeah. else is on fire? I'm fine. fine. It's fine. Um, And so he's uh, he's like. I ordered the test myself. And like, May doesn't fucking know, you know that. Yeah. May knows everything. And so um, he's like something, he, he really thinks something's wrong with him. And May's like, this is when May's like, open your shirt. And he's like, what now? Um, and mm-hmm. so like mm-hmm. he does it though. And she points to the scar that Loki's scepter left. And she's like, you were dead. Whether it was eight seconds or 40 seconds or whatever it was, you were dead. And so you're different. And she starts to talk about her own situation. And Colson's like, you know, I, I know. And, you know, May tells him that the scars are there to remind you that there's no going back. And so she turns to go. And but then she tells him, you know, you feel different because you are different. Mm. And so you're like, OK, well, she's right. So I thought it was interesting that we finally get the payoff of even Phil knows he's he's changed. Well, it's we, the, we, we hear it from <clears throat> Akila. We hear it from May. We've heard it from other people who have known Phil. 
he's different and it's, even he's recognized right. it in, his, in himself it's it's they're not overlooking the overall question of to hashtag colson lives but how exactly does he live exactly something big had to have happened and we just don't know what it and is and we yet. got that teaser in the in the first episode where it's like he can never know what really happened well and the fact that he is affected by it mm-hmm. there's it's not just fix it right. forget it kind yeah of a he's deal. not back to his old self something's different and even yeah. he knows yeah of course people like Fitz and Gemma and Ward aren't gonna know because they don't know him because they didn't know him before right exactly but may has known him mm-hmm. and akila akila pick, knew picked him. up on it immediately and even uh in the 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 it's called it's called a stinger yeah the after credits quote it's not yeah. the after credits but it's that last the epilogue the last little bit scene. Yeah. uh blake says something yeah so anybody that knows him knows he's different yeah um so we get a little quick a little quick scene of uh fitzsimmons sitting together um and he was like, I was totally going to jump after you, but Ward did it first. And Simmons is like, I know, you were with me the whole time. And she kisses him on the cheek, and I'm like, okay, that's a great preamble, but now make out. Yeah, I know, right? Um, because basically you've hit the point of the show where anytime Fitzsimmons does anything together, you can imagine me sitting in my living room going, and, and now, now kiss. kiss. Because that's literally what I do. Yeah. Um, I, ju- I just text kiss. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we go to, uh, we see the transport arrive at the sandbox and the helmet gets unloaded and, uh, Blake comes in person and he tells Phil that like people higher up than us were listening to that call. And, uh, he tells Colson that, you know, somebody could take your team away. And Phil basically is like from my cold dead hands. <laughs> Um, I'm surprised he wasn't like, I have peed on each of these children and this is my wife and you can fucking mine. try. Mine. 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 Yeah. Um, and so this is when, uh, Blake tells him that he's like, you're different and feels like, get used to it. And you're like, sassy dad. I love me some sassy dad. I do too. So yeah. So that's the end of our episode. Mm, so much happened in this episode. A lot of character development happened in this episode. We get a lot of backstory with Fitzsimmons really quickly. We really better see some character development from Gemma after this. Yeah. Um, because I you think don't go through something like that and not change. Somebody makes, I can't remember if it was May, but somebody makes a point of Gemma's fine. And I can't remember who it was. Oh, it was said, May. She said it takes time for something t- like this to sink in. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's going to be a minute. Yeah. But there's going to be some trauma. Trauma after this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so, yeah. I just hope we see some after effects of that. Yeah. So, uh, so we, we have feedback. We have some feedback from Michael. Yay. Uh, Aloha, ladies. This opens like an episode of X-Files. Yeah. We get the two floating bodies, discover it was caused by a Chitari virus, and find out a third person is infected. Too late to save him, though. That's where X-Files would have ended it. But this is S.H.I.E.L.D., and nothing is ever that easy for them. So, of course, Gemma finds out she's infected, too. Yeah. The bickering between Fitz and Simmons felt pretty genuine as a couple that really cares about each other. My babies. It's shame Ward gets the credit for the save. If Ward hadn't shown up when he did, I'd like to think Fitz would have jumped after her. I absolutely think that. Of course, we'd have probably lost both of them. Yeah. At least Fitz got a check. Cheek peck. Cheek afterward. Peck. Okay, no, actually it says check peck. Okay. 
but I think he means cheek. I hope so. Okay. Unless it there's was, well, some it was, slang for cheek peg that I'm not aware of. Well, it was two o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Yeah, Michael. We can convert time zones sometimes. <laughs> okay. It was Janya that did it, but like I'm, yeah. time zones are not my strongest suit. I was holding I my phone. App, when I have an app for when you're away that tells me what time it is. Aww. Because, yeah. Aww. Yeah. That's so sweet. Because I can't math. Yeah, I have to. Yeah, it's because of our, we do daylight savings time and they don't. So yeah. it changes. So. Yeah, mm. it varies. Anyway, mm. it goes the other way, too. Yeah. Anyway, I like the tie in with Avengers and the Chitauri. Yeah. But with all the aliens in that battle, there should already have been a pandemic of this Wingardium Leviostis <laughs> disease. <laughs> I love it. It's Leviosa. I love it. <laughs> I love it. And now it's lightning outside, so... It's going to be fine. We're, we're all going to start floating it's any second fine. now. It's fine. Uh, the series seems to be setting up many ships. Amen. <gasps> Amen. And I'm, setting up e- and I'm setting up even more. Yeah. Uh, he cites Warden Sky, Fitz and Simmons, and Mary and Ma- uh, May and Coulson. Mary yeah. and May? Where the You're fuck did Mary come up. from? All right. Warden Sky, Fitz and Simmons, May and Coulson. Yeah. However, I would like to point out there is also Warden Fitz yep. and Simmons and Sky. Yes. So that would be Skimmons. Skimmons is a very big ship. Yes, it is. Um, especially the Hug Man. Yeah. That Hug was not for nothing. So let's not overlook those ships. Yes. Okay. Don't overlook the Slash or the Fem Slash. And the Fem Slash, yes. So. Um, but yes, so shippy. Wait, I'm trying, I'm trying to think. So much shippy. You could, no. I mean, you could May and Sky it, but there hasn't been a whole lot of no, not at this point. That's foundation. That's, that's mom and daughter. Yeah. That's a little too weird. Yeah. Even for me. I know. Okay. I know. Uh, so he goes on and says, and damn it, that end scene where they show his scar, I couldn't help but help thinking, kiss her, cue up, uh, kissed a girl from Little Mermaid. Seriously. Seriously. I'm down with Mason. <gasps> he says, Felinda is Felinda. wrong because May has to come first. <laughs> Felinda, That's awesome. Felinda is the common uh, the common ship name yeah. that, that I believe even Clark Gregg is familiar with. Yes, just saying he knows. Yes, Ming Na knows. Um, Ming Na knows, well. knows as well. But uh, there is Mason. M A Y S O N. I like that. It was cute seeing Fitz and Simmons do the Ward imitations, but I wish they'd left it like that. Having Ward reveal that he knows about the mocking does show him show him to. Ob- too observant but it also takes the fun out of it well but it also i think they wanted to show that little bit of his character like he's not such an asshole that he's much of an asshole as he comes across to be yeah yeah um either way ward's a tool well that's true that that's that's very true that's a true statement it's okay summer storms yeah it is summer storms in the south I looked at the weather map. It's just a band. Oh, okay. It'll, okay. It'll, it'll go right us. over us here I a little need bit. Some, I need some uh, rain anyway. So uh, that's all the feedback we have, Phronsie. Um. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. She's in another country right now. I mean, not that she wasn't in another country before. <laughs> As opposed to the other country that she was in before. She's traveling. I know. I just have to pick on her. I know you do. Because I care. Yeah. Uh, but that's all the feedback we have uh, outside of spoiler stuff. So... Anything else before we get to spoiler? 
Okay, so uh, if you don't want to listen to the spoiler section, we appreciate you listening, and we'll talk to you next time. And so here's warning number two. And I'm telling you, really, if you don't want to hear spoilers, you need to get out now. She's barely stopping me, guys. Okay, go ahead. Spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. <laughs> um, so I thought this, the most interesting thing I got from this was, oh, I'm sorry, you don't want Fitz and Simmons to fall over the plane into the ocean? Oh, that's good. Oh, good. That's good that we stopped that. That's wow. So we could, yeah. I did not even think about that. That was what I immediately thought of. Oh, wow. I was just too upset that Gemma had jumped out of the plane. Yeah. So. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's. Wow. And I don't know if they were setting us up. Because that's the end of, end of season one, isn't it? I don't know that they were setting us up to think, oh, well, he's done this before. He'll, 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 he's not all bad. He'll get them. Yeah, no, that, and that set off a bad chain of events for season two. And I think, honestly, Franzie, that's why I don't like season two. You hurt Fitz. He had the brain So much hurt, he hurt. Um, Simmons left the team. So, yeah. It's not so much that I didn't like this, like, you know, the rest of the season. It's just you hurt my babies. Oh, it was terrible. And I didn't like that. It was heart-wrenching. Although we got word with Stubble. And that is a plus. And that's for really what you need. That's really yeah. It really is. That's a win-win right there. Because I did notice when um, when we first saw him in episode one, I was like, "Oh my god, his face is so naked. He looks twelve. <laughs> they all look like children. I know they look like wee babs. But yeah. So um, so I didn't s- no, see uh, much Hydra- in the way Hy- of Hydra Watch. Hydra Watch. So, um, I'm sorry, my she's petting one of my puppies who does not like storms at all. I got him. He's okay. He's a poor He's baby. Okay. But yeah. Um, so that that was what immediately came to mind was like, oh, okay, we'll we'll get them uh we won't let them fall into the ocean when it's yeah. convenient. So so no 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 hints to Hydra. Nope. Uh no inhuman no inhuman No, nope. um, there was never there was never a question of these people having powers and them going wrong. It no. was it was well, always we, presented even if they didn't know it was a virus that it was something that was yeah. affecting them. well this wasn't a powered person technically it wasn't a powered person of the week right. episode right um, but it does remind you that like the chitari stuff happened we haven't forgotten yeah, about it, was, it this was a, it's still relevant this was a huge tie back to avengers in the battle mm-hmm. of new york which was great fun oh yeah yeah and the the comment of oh i totally forgot about this uh when phil says his iron is high and says no you cannot call me iron man the the name dropping just keeps yeah. happening. Yeah. So that that's a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, Michael has some spoilery stuff. <gasps> Yay. Um, and he he says knowing what we do of Ward, it becomes the height of irony when he's winging about Sky's betrayal, and then they bond over being helpless. Yeah. Uh. And then, but at this point, every time he warms up to Sky. I assume it's calculation. I assume it's, I might be able to recruit you. Well, he is playing double agent here. Yes. And we do see later that he does try to recruit. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, it's right there. Uh, Michael goes on to say, knowing what we do of Black. Who's Black? I think he means Blake. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Says Black. And I'm like, who the fuck is Black? Yeah, Blake. Serious? He did. He's the one who did the Wingardium Leviosa. There you go. I was like, serious? It is all connected. He's not in this. Um. I feel bad for him. He seems like a good company man. Yeah. Toe in the line. Toe in the line. So, yeah. And he's not, a, like, I really like that actor, 
He's not oh, a I bad guy. Him. No. Um, so, yeah, it kind of hurts to know what happened to him. Yeah. Uh, Michael says there should be a lot of random Chitari tech out in the wild. It yeah. might not be currently topical in MCU, but they could still use this plot MacGuffin to get a little tie into the movie That's side true, of the house. That's because God knows we get into a drought later. Oh, I know. Because next week, I think, is our first... No, it's when they go to London. That's the tie-in. It's pretty soon for the Thor Dark World tie-in. It's when they go to the Triskelion. No, they don't go to the Triskelion. I I thought that was... They go to London and they clean up after the Dark World business. Oh, that's the Dark World tie-in. Yeah. It's next season they go to Triskelion in season two. I think it is next... I think it's Agent... Or Agent. Episode eight, I think. Because next episode is when uh, Ward and Fitz go on their mission together. Aww. So, uh, Michael says, keeping the shortened hopes of getting it in on time, it's 2.17 a.m. Sunday for me. Yeah. So, yeah. You did. Good job. But please don't kill yourself no, to try please to get don't. stuff in. Yeah. Well, I, I think he, f- I informed him of when we were recording. Yeah. Like, Thursday. Yeah. Sorry. That's, we should have been more clear about that. But yeah. Sorry. Um... And for the record, we'll probably be recording with the holiday weekend, July 3rd. Okay. I have somewhere to be on Saturday. Okay. So That's cool. uh, it's a three-day weekend, but yeah, it'll be Sunday. Yeah. So uh, that's all the feedback I have. Okay. Anything else you yeah. wanted to discuss? Sorry, my dog's trying to tear down cords yeah. and whatnot. He is not a happy bunny right yeah. now. So I don't have anything else. Just um, it it's just it continues to strike me as interesting watching this, knowing that what we know. It really is, and I'm having a lot of fun with it. It I hate that we are six episodes in, mm-hmm. not a single Hydra hint. Yeah, not even a touch of it. Yeah, and not which e- bothers and, and that's me. The thing, like you don't have to have a mention of it to the point of, hey, I think Hydra might might be infiltrating. Uh, Shield, you need something that's a hint of something, but not necessarily of that, that you go back later and go, oh my God, I'm such an idiot. I uh, I totally noticed this. You know, it's, this is a oh, portent there's nothing. of I was looking come. forward to something like that and there's nothing yeah. here. Yeah. So, yeah. So. Anyway, but that's yeah, all I have. That's all I have. So thank you for listening, guys. Thanks, guys. <laughs>